Hello, everyone. Welcome back to In the Yard Podcast with your host, Colin Savala and Brandon Cox. And the NFL Divisional Round has just wrapped up as we record here on Monday after the weekend. Um, so, Brandon, I are going to be going to give you our reactions to that um, and also preview the AFC and NFC Championship game. Um, so, I think we wanted to start with Braden's Packers and 49ers. Packers kind of seemed like they dominated all game. Um, you know, they were they were established to run. Um, Jordan Love was throwing dots everywhere. They control the time of possession. Um, but unfortunately, last drive, Purdy was able to overcome it. And then uh, Jordan Love threw that big that big interception to kind of seal it. But I th- feel like overall, Braden's got to be pretty happy with the season. Like no one really expected them to be there. Um, and you also have your answer on Jordan Love now with the future's bright for Green Bay. Um, Rodgers leaves and Jordan Love comes right in and gets the job done, gets him a playoff win. Um, so yeah, Braden, give me your reaction as a Packers fan to the game and outcome from Saturday. Yeah. I mean, it, it sucks because you, you lose. And if it felt like for a large majority of the game, you were the better team. Like I was sitting right in this chair and I was like holding my breath. Cause I was like, there's, there's no, there's no way. I was like, there's no way that this is going to happen again. Um, you know, I felt much more confident, obviously, going into the Dallas game versus San Francisco. Um, but, you know, we held our own, uh, for sure. I mean, and as far as, like, where I am with the team as a whole, like, I literally couldn't be better. Uh, I couldn't feel better about it. And I think that they're, like, set up really well for, like, the next five years because they got a lot of young dudes. Like, it, everyone on the team was like in college like three years ago. You know what I mean? They're not paying mm-hmm. any of these guys and they're all good. Like they got weapons, they got Wicks, they got Reed, they got Watson, they got Dobbs, they got dudes like all over the place that are like rookies. It's it, it's kind of crazy. Um and like you know like we talked about this is the youngest team in like 50 years to even make the playoffs and they went they beat Dallas pretty good. And they went toe-to-toe with the 49ers who were largely considered, like, the favorite to win the Super Bowl, you know, six weeks ago, I would say, probably. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, there's a lot to build off of. Yeah, there was obviously a few mistakes there, like um, the Carlson missed field goal. I saw him trot out there, and I didn't have much confidence for him. There was a reason why in the first quarter, Matt Floyd decided to go for it on fourth and one. I get it because you want to take a two-possession lead early in the game and maybe get that touchdown, go up 10 nothing. I totally get it. Um, but I think a lot of that had to do with com- uh, just confidence overall because they even said on the broadcast that Matt LaFord basically said, like, I pray every time that this guy walks it on the field. He's a rookie. I said after the game, I was like, in that, in that moment, you wish you had Mason Crosby still on your team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's like, you know what I mean? Just a guy. Just like just the a veteran, veteran experience person. kind of thing. Yeah, Exactly. The guy who's been there, done that kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and then as far as Jordan Love, he threw two picks. Uh, he played very well. I think he played to Purdy's level. I think, honestly, in my opinion, I think Purdy actually played a little bit better. And that might be a hot take. And I only say that because Purdy was far more clutched down the stretch. If you look at, like, their numbers overall, like, Jordan Love had the better game. Um, but I think, you know, with, with Purdy, at the end of the day, like, he was so clutch at the end of the game. You know, I, I wrote yeah. it down somewhere. He was he was six on the final drive where they went and scored the touchdown. He was six for seven for 46 yards. 
He had two rushes for 11 yards, and of those six completions, they went to five different receivers. That's a big deal. That's mm-hmm. a huge deal. That that to me that defines clutch, right? Because your space, you're you're seeing the entire field. You're hitting a bunch of different receivers. It's not like, you know, what we were saying about Miami a few weeks ago when they were playing the Bills. You know, you and I were texting. We were saying basically like, if you just throw it to Tyree Kill every single time, you're going to get down the field. That's not what they did in this case. Purdy was uh, putting the ball everywhere. Um, so to me, I think Purdy actually did outplay Love, but Love played for the most part an exceptional game and just through that bad pick at the end. Um, but again, it, it it's a play you make when it's your first year starting in the biggest moment of your career. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of those things where you can't really, you can't put the, the, the game on him, in my opinion, because it's like, yeah, he threw a bad pick and he probably could have ran for six, seven yards, gotten out of bounds and like kept the game alive. Um, but he tried to make something happen, um, you know, he he owned up to it after the game. He said, you know, that's like the one thing you can't do as a quarterback uh, is kind of throw across your body in the middle of the field like that. So it stinks, but at the end of the day, the better team all year won. It would have been awesome to see them upset another team. But going forward, I'm, I'm really happy with where they're at. I know that was a lot, but. Yeah, I mean, from my point of view, from a neutral fan, um, I just I felt like the Packers kind of controlled and mostly dominated the game, especially the first three quarters there. Um, You know, they it was like seven, six halftime. Um, They come out in the third quarter pretty high. I think they took like a like a 17. What was it? What was the score like after the end of the third? Wasn't it like 20 to like 15 or 20 to 14 or something like that? They were up by they were up by a touchdown, I believe. Yeah, 21, 14. So I I felt like it felt like the momentum. I felt like the momentum and the control of the game was all Packers um, up until that fourth quarter there, you know, Jordan Love through that interception right after the 49ers scored a touchdown. Um, and then, you know, uh, San Fran kind of that last position, just Brock Party looked like vintage Tom Brady, in my opinion. Um, but I just, I also wanted to say, I think Brock Purdy just looked super flustered those first three quarters. I was like, is this really the guy they have? Um, in San Fran, but um, he kind of like shut me up a little bit with that fourth quarter drive. He came up clutch um, and drove him right down the field when he needed to. So I uh, got to give credit where credit is due there. So I just felt I I felt like Jordan Love had the better game like overall. I just you know like those two picks like you said the the one the one was kind of just good coverage, um, and then the one in the last drive there just a rookie mistake. It's probably not going to learn from it. Probably won't happen again. Um, you kind of wish you would throw it away or just take some yards on the ground there, give yourself right. another life. But um, yeah, I think I want to say Jordan Love played better the first three quarters, but that last drive by Purdy kind of kind of sealed the deal and he came up clutch when he needed to. So um well that's the thing. Right there. That, that's the thing for me is like if we're gonna talk about like who was the better quarterback for the first 50 minutes of this game, like game time, 50 minutes. No question, Jordan Love. No question, right? And there was a couple dropped interceptions on the pack, you know, that Brock Purdy really threw. Yeah, he, yeah. So we could we could be having an entirely different discussion, right? And again, I think this is it's such a young team. They really haven't been in a spot like this, even though we've seen the Packers for many years in the playoffs. We haven't necessarily seen this team in a position like this is the best team by far that they played all year. And the fact that they lost by a field goal is Pretty remarkable. And they could have won. They could have easily won the game. They, I think they they could have they could have totally. Won. I mean, they one more totally one won. more play goes their way here or there. 
late in the exactly. fourth quarter. And there was, um, and again, there was there was a couple of miscues. But the thing I I give Jordan Love a ton of credit, and I I know I said that I think Purdy played a little bit better, and I'm just I think I'm just saying that because he had the clutch drive at the end. And yeah, they won the game all in all. When it so. mattered, he was the best quarterback. Right. Um, I think Matt LaFleur deserves like all the praise in the world. If if the Texans hadn't been so good this year with D'Amico Ryan, I would make a, an argument that Matt LaFleur is the coach of the year because of the turnaround of this team, right? The Texans were good pretty much all year. But let me tell you something. Like, people wrote Jordan Love off week, like by week six. Yeah, I think we were, we were even talking on here. We were like, I don't know if he's the guy. I haven't seen turnaround in quarterback play and team play as a whole like we've seen with the Packers this year. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Packers fan. It's it's remarkable. Um, and, you know, he's an offensive-minded coach. He was in the, you know, he was with Washington. He was with uh, McVay, you know, like in Shanahan. It's just like, it, it just seems like those three just overall are like, best offensive-minded, young offensive-minded coaches, I would say. Yeah. Um, because to have that, I mean, we, of course, we're going to talk about Indy Reid, the Bill Belichick's the world as being the best coaches, but like Matt LaFleur, Sean McVay, and Kyle Shannon are young dudes, and they're like offensively-minded like none other, especially to get Jordan Love, who looked like incompetent early in the season, to go to the wire with the 49ers and dismantle the Dallas Cowboys the week prior. So, yeah, I thought LaFleur had a great game plan going into it. You kind of tell they're really prepared. He, um, they he kept the Niners. Yeah. He, he, he kept the Niners off the field. He was, you know, establishing the run, getting good, good long drives on offense, getting stops on defense for the most part. Um, but I think at the end of the day, kind of, you can kind of see the youngness and the inexperience of the Packers compared to the 49ers, mm-hmm. um, not just on the field, but also within the coaching staff as well. Um, so I think that played a big factor in um, the Niners overcoming the Packers late yeah, in the fourth uh, quarter there. Absolutely. I think, like, they did. They basically had, and they were talking about this in the game, like, the Packers came into the 49ers game the exact same way they came into the Cowboys game. And it almost worked twice. Right. They received the ball first, and they went right down the field and scored. Right, they only got a field goal on the first drive, but they they kind of set that tone, mm. and then they got a stop on defense, and then they went down the field again and went for it on fourth and one, trying to go up two scores, just like they get, did against Dallas. Right, that kind of stuff I think really matters. I would say the Packers, of all the teams I probably watched in the NFL this year, they're probably one of the best in the first quarter, right? Because that is what they did all year. They were good at getting a lead in games that they won, especially early in the game. I think that yeah. paid huge dividends against Dallas because you put Dak in a hole. Look what happened. You put Dak in a 14 nothing hole and he was a mess. Right. If you would have put if you would have put Brock Purdy in a 10 nothing hole, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that that's a big deal versus 3 nothing. It's a big yeah. deal. I think I don't I don't really look at anything more than that and I don't blame LaFleur for making that call early in the game to try and go for it. Um but I think that that made a difference because if you pick that up and can punch it in, I would. I, I think we'd be sitting here saying we're talking about a Green Bay Packers Detroit Lions NFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point there. So, um, unfortunately for Brady's Packers, they did go down, went down with a great fight though. Um, came up just a little bit short. Um, 
So is that all? I know you're a big Packers fan, so you could uh, you can yeah, yeah, get all your thoughts out on here if you want. Yeah, no, we're good. Let's keep going. All right. So that takes us to Texans Ravens. We'll get into next. Um, you know, kind of close for the first half there. The Ravens kind of pulled away in the third and fourth quarter. Um, Lamar looked like Lamar looked a little rusty in the first half. Um, kind of was kind of expected after having two weeks off. Um, but yeah, and all in all, they they won the game. Ended up winning thirty four to ten. Um, the defense looked great. They're, the Texans only touched on I think it was a punt return, right? Yep. Um, so you know, Ravens defense shut shut Stroud down, kind of like I predicted in the last episode. Um, and they were moving on to the AFC Championship game. And Lamar looked like Lamar. Uh, the defense looked great. I just think they're gonna be they're gonna be pretty good. Pretty tough to beat in Baltimore this this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think probably the most impressive thing about this game from Baltimore standpoint, obviously Houston deserves their flowers for even being in this position. They were tied for the worst record in the NFL last season. They won three games and for a half they stuck around with Baltimore. And I think a lot Mm -hmm. of that was, was they were rushing them. And I don't think Lamar or the Ravens were kind of expecting that, which kept the game close. Right. And when I say kept the game close, it was 10, 10. And the only, like you said, the only touchdown that Houston scored was a punt return. So they weren't even doing anything on offense. So the defense was doing their part, but the offense mm. was kind of struggling. And then they went in the locker room. They did what championship teams do, and they adjusted, and they blew them out in the second half. Like, it right. wasn't even close. And Lamar looked like the MVP. You know, he, he to me, he's probably the unanimous MVP um, at this point. I know it's a regular season thing, um, but that was that was an MVP performance, especially in the second half of that game. Uh, so they're going to host a... AFC championship game in Baltimore, which is really exciting for them. And, you know, Lamar kind of getting his praise now because a lot of people were like, oh, he can't really win in the playoffs. You know, he, I think he lost the Titans. They lost the Bills. Um, So he's kind of put that um, to bed, I would say. I know it was the Texans. They're still, you know, they still won 10 games. Um, And they got the Chiefs. That's, that's big. That's box office. So, yeah, that's going to be a fun game. Just with the, just with the NFL wanted, really. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say about the Ravens Texans pretty much hit the nail on the head on that one. Um, so let's go to Bucks lines now. Um, yeah. you know, Jared Goff gets it gets it done again, their second playoff win. Um they I think they have the most playoff wins in this past week or so than they have had um our whole lifetime combined. So good for them, good for Jared Goff, good for Dan Campbell. Um and, and Big Baker kept the Bucks in it for for most of the game, I thought he played really well. They had a shot at the end. Um, yeah, they did have a shot at the end there. Um, they scored. They scored like a late touchdown. They're down. The Lions scored with like four minutes left. They're like, oh, this one's probably over. And then Baker they went up. Down, they went up quick two score. touchdowns. They, yeah. Baker gets a quick score. The defense gets a stop. And there's like, yeah, not a lot of time left, but there was a chance. And then Baker threw that pick. Um, at there the was very like end. maybe two minutes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think, um, you know, Baker kind of showed showed who he was there. Um, not, not, I'm not talking about the pick. I'm just talking about the, the game overall in general. I think, I think, you know, that he could be your guy in Tampa Bay, you know, kind of filled in for, for Tom Brady. I know there's a couple quarterbacks in between, you know, Brady and, and Baker, but, um, I just think, wait, was there? No, was he, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Was I think the I, I, there was a QB I, battle. I they, always they, think, they, I always think that Tom yeah. Brady retired two years ago. Um, well, because he did. Well, he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so yeah, no, no. Um, so steps right in Tom Brady's role, um, takes him to the playoffs and gets, gets even a win, um, last week. So, um, I think you have your answer in quarterback for the Tampa Bay. It's going to be 
um, building around him, getting some receivers and um, going from there. But then um, let's go to the Lions side of things. Uh, you know, Dan Campbell, he, he looked the way he was coaching just looked really good in the second half, you know, Jared Goff to make some great plays, great throws. Um, and they were kind of rolling off that momentum of getting the first win um, in 32 years and kept it, kept it roll, right rolling to uh, the divisional. So, they're going on to the NFC Championship facing the 49ers. So, Bray, give me your reaction to uh, to the Niner or to the Bucks and Lions game. Yeah, so I'll start with the Bucks like you did. Uh, again, very very impressive stuff from Baker. Um, I he's built for those kind of games, in my opinion. You know, he's a Heisman winner, right? Um, he Cleveland had not won anything for many many years, and he won them their first playoff game and played in the divisional against Kansas city and was taking it to him too. Like he played him tough, just like he played the lions. So I agree with you. I think that you give Baker a contract in the off season. I don't know necessarily what that contract looks like because again, like there's Mike Evans at play and he's a free agent. And if you lose him, it's tough. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you lose Mike Evans, I don't think they're, they win that division next year, unless they get another major pickup, which is possible. It's tough, right? Because I don't know. I don't know if Baker's the guy, if Mike Evans is there, right? It's tough. I still give him the contract because I don't really know what else is available out there. You probably still want to go draft a quarterback if you can. Um, I'm a fan of just drafting a quarterback regardless, especially if you're in a position like the Bucks where you have a guy, but like, you don't know if that guy can win you a Super Bowl. That's it. Um, it's easy for you to say as a Packers fan with the, the whole Jordan Love thing a couple of years ago, though. Well, but yeah, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, like someone like, you know, the Bengals, it doesn't really make sense for them to draft a quarterback in like the first three rounds because why would they, right? But someone like Tampa Bay, despite thinking they have their guy in Baker, you have to question, can Baker win us a Super Bowl, right? So that that's just my opinion. Um, maybe I'm biased because I'm a Packers fan and I've seen a lot of quarterback success. Um, but regardless, is. all the props, all the props to Tampa, um, you know, they, they kind of won the worst division in football and they still ended up winning a playoff game and, you know, going to the wire pretty much with the lions. Uh, so all the props to them. And then on the Detroit side of things, very, very impressive stuff. Once again, uh, Jared Goff looks beyond confident in the pocket. Um, so uh, there's not even much to say there. Like they look really good. They, they, them and the 49ers are the two best teams in the NFC this year. They've probably been all year. So by default, they are in the NFC championship game. Yeah. All right. Let's go to um let's go to the Chiefs Bills then. Yeah. Um this was obviously the game of the week kind of. Um, you know, I was I picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl a couple weeks ago. I was rolling with them. I was hoping they'd finally get the homes and the Chiefs, especially at home in Buffalo. Um, so I was kind of I was really rooting for the Bills to win, mostly because one, I don't want to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again. Um, and also I was hoping they'd be able to play the Ravens and beat the Ravens as well um, to go to the Super Bowl. But um, obviously, it came up a little bit short. Um, so a lot of questions I think for Buffalo. From here on out, you know, how are you going to restructure this roster? Is is Diggs the answer? I know Josh Allen has a contract to like 2026. Um, so I think is it 2026, maybe 2020? Something like that. Yeah, he's got a 2026, 27, 28, some so around there. 
Um, but you know, the Chiefs, have, as they always done, just ended up winning the game. Um, it was a great game overall. But yeah, the Bills came up a little short. I was kind of kind of sad to see Josh Allen go down like that once that again. Um, but but it's the way it is. I think the Chiefs just you could officially say the Chiefs own the Bills at this point. Um, it's becoming not even a rivalry anymore. The Chiefs win every time. So um, so yeah, give me your give me your initial reaction to the to the Chiefs and Bills um, to the game there. Yeah, and I'll be quick here. Bills, Bills fans out there, I feel horrible for you because it's like that was like tough. Like the the definition of tough, like wide right, you gotta be kidding, right? Like that. Um, you know, and they they played good enough to win, right? Josh Allen had a good game, right? Oh, Josh Allen played great. Were, yeah. They just ran into Kansas City, and I think it sucks for the Bills, and there obviously are question marks. I don't think their window's necessarily closed because you have a guy like Josh Allen. Players will want to play with someone like Josh Allen. I think this is more about the Chiefs. This is why, after the wild card round, like I picked um, the Chiefs in the wild card round against Miami, and once I saw that game, I was like, have to pick them because the way they played in that first game against Miami, they looked competent again. The receivers could catch balls. Right. The defense was firing. I was like, dude, I was like, how can I not pick them? Right. Yeah. Obviously, like the Bills probably on paper are the better team, but you know, cannot, I think it goes can never count the Chiefs. It's exactly. I think I think it goes to show you the championship culture in, in Kansas yeah. City. I don't want to I don't want to say they're the next New England, but like yesterday is a huge deal for that because yeah, all of a sudden, when the stakes are the highest, Travis Kelsey's wide open. Scanling's catching balls. The defense is firing on all. You know what I mean? At, for much of the season, Patrick Mahomes had no confidence in his offensive line. None. Now look at it. It yeah. looks like it's the best in the NFL. Or one of the best, I should say. So there's not even really much to say. I feel for you, Bills fans, but I think this is more about the Chiefs. And I think the Chiefs and Ravens is going to be spectacle. It's going to be really fun. Um, yeah. It's gonna be a really fun game. So yeah, I was rooting for obviously rooting for the Bills, but you know, I think like you said, I was too. Head, I think I think it just so shows the Chiefs' dominance and like you said, championship culture. You know, they stepped up. They kind of had a slow start to the season. Everyone's saying it's not the same Chiefs team. Um, the dynasty is over. I know I was jokingly saying that, but um, yeah, they 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 went right into Buffalo. Mahomes' first away playoff game in six years of being of going to the playoffs now. So I just it's almost unbelievable this rate, the way he shows up in big time games. And I just, I know you said you didn't want to make this about the Bills. You want to make it more about the Chiefs, but from the Bills side of things, like, um, you know, I just thought, I thought the receivers had a couple of drops on big plays. I think the deep, I think the defense was letting up way too many big plays um, yeah. to Mahomes. I feel like, and even though the Bills were winning most of the game, I know there's a lot of lead changes, but I still felt like they were playing from behind. Hundred um, percent. Like 100%. And you just kind of feel like you could kind of feel that like whenever the Bills would score, you would know the Chiefs would come right back down and you know yep. get another touchdown or you know go right in. You know Kelsey looked good, two touchdowns. He's back. Um, so I just you know just gonna be tough. It's gonna be a fun game in AFC next week. And I don't know who I'm gonna be rooting for, but um, it'll be a good game all in all. And I just you know you could blame you could blame the kicker uh bass of the bills but even i think even if he makes a field goal i think the chiefs go right down and score anyway with two timeouts in a minute 30 i just i just 
You know, I just you think know what? you got to score a I'll touchdown a, there. I'll, I'll drop the mic on this one. If Hardman doesn't fumble the ball in the end zone, this game's over 15 yeah. minutes earlier. Right. This no, game, I, good this point. This game, this game, this we're not even talking about a missed kick yeah. or anything because the game would be over. The Chiefs would have won in convincing fashion. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know where to put the blame on the Bills loss. I know the defense, like I said, let up a few big plays. Receivers I think that, were dropping I, balls. Just real and quick. Allen didn't have any turnovers. He had the fumble, but they recovered it anyway. And then they, they converted on the fourth down after that. You know, you keep, I, I know a lot of people were saying that, that Josh Allen was trying to make the big play at the end there. Um, you can't but, really blame him there, though. No. Um, I, I'll tell you just real quick. Uh, I think the reason why, if you want to put blame on anything, I think they went back to what they were doing when they were losing to the Broncos, right? They were to Josh Allen. They were asked Josh Allen to go out there and do everything, right? Look what, look what they did against Dallas like a month, you know, six weeks ago. They ran the ball all over yeah. Why didn't they? They, they, the they went away from the run game. I don't know why. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's the whole point here. I think that's what contributed to a lot of this is they asked Josh Allen to go be Superman, right? Yeah. And he has the, the talents to do it. But when you ask one player to put the entire team on their back, it's like there's only so much he oh, can against, do. Against really an Andy Reid defense and Mahomes on the other exactly. side, it's, it's exactly. not going to work out. You, did, you didn't give the ball to James Cook really at all. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it stinks, but. Uh, but we can we can shift into yeah, our let's shift the preview here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, give me your Ravens, Ravens, Chiefs, and Baltimore. Brain start with that. Yeah. So I think I'll be real quick. Um. I'm sticking with the Ravens. Uh. It's really hard for me to bet against the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Because I I've been riding the Chiefs pretty much all season. I said don't count this team out, and I really do think that they can win this game. I really do. No, they they can. They have Mahomes. It's 100, pretty obvious. Like 110%. Like they can totally, totally win this game. The thing is, is like the Ravens just look so, so, so good. Yeah. And I think this is a low scoring game. I think we're talking like a 20 to 17, 23 to 20 game. But I think the Ravens will edge it out uh, in Baltimore. Yeah. I think and both, 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 I think players it's going to be all Ravens games too. Yeah. I think it's going to be all Ravens here. Um, I know you said it's going to be pretty close. I could see it going going one way, um, on and in Baltimore's favor. I just think their their defense is a lot better. Um, you got Lamar Jackson playing with confidence now, and you know it's just it's going to be close. But I think the Ravens end up winning. Like the line right now is three and a half. I think, um, I yeah, think three and a half. Um, cover. So you think? I say I don't think they cover. I think I think the Baltimore wins by a touchdown. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and then Lions, Niners. Um, I'm going to roll with the Lions because I had originally picked them to upset in, before the playoffs yeah. started. So I'm going to keep rolling with them. They look good. I know Niners are obviously probably the better team, more experienced. Um, George Kittle, CMC, all that stuff. But I'm going to roll with the upset and go with the Lions, like I said previously, and stick with that. Yeah, and I'm, I, I, I low-key went back and, back and forth on this because after the Lions look so good and, you know, obviously there were question marks with the 49ers, but I'm going to roll with the 49ers here. Um, it, 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 to me, this is another, this is really a coin flip um, because Purdy didn't look fantastic. He mm-hmm. didn't look like himself, I guess you could say. He kind of got small hands. You saw him like trying to dry his hand mid, mid play. So there's obviously some question marks there, but I think if the temp, if, the conditions are right for what he's used to in Santa Clara, California. I think they're going to win this game. Um, I don't know what the, the spread is. Line seven um, right now. Seven. See, I, 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 again, I think that this is 
at most a touchdown victory for the 49ers. Yeah. But again, I could see the Lions totally yeah. winning this game. And the question mark, just real quick, the question mark for the 49ers is Debo Samuel. I think if he's not healthy, I think I would end up giving the edge yeah. to Detroit just because of health. Yeah, after watching last week, I don't have as much confidence in the Niners. I think the Lions have a great chance to pull up the upset. Um, but, yeah. you know, like you said, coin flip could go either way. So awesome. right. thanks, everyone, for listening. In the yard, like, comment, subscribe, and we'll see you next time.